Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Age of Radio. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Here we go. All right. So we are diving into some wrestling talk. We have a lot to cover. We're going to not try to take all night. (laughs) So. Just bear with us because we do got a lot of cover. We're going to kind of back all the way up to SummerSlam a little bit because if you didn't already know, Cooper and I were at SummerSlam in Nashville, Tennessee. Dude, it was amazing. It was it was a blast. <clears throat> yes. For first WWE event I've ever attended to, and uh, it <clears throat> lived up to the hype, bro. Yeah. I'm just happy that this one didn't get canceled on us. <laughs> right, right. Due to some weirdness. Especially when somebody in office who got COVID right before we were leaving, I'm like, if he dies from COVID and we shut down the country again, I'm just going to be done with this country. (laughs) Then there's that, bro. We're not naming names. It's just someone who's in office. Anyways. All right, so let's dive down into the actual wrestling, shall we? Let's do it. So WWE is getting ready to head into its second pay-per-view since the abrupt departure of Vince McMahon. You should know already. If you don't know, that's on you. (laughs) Sorry. Just saying. We won't go into full-on details with that. That's... that's uh, right, yeah. But WWE did put together a very good pay-per-view with SummerSlam in Nashville that we did attend, as we stated. SummerSlam saw the return of Bayley. Edge would also emerge to help the Mysterios beat Judgment Day. WWE legend Jeff Jarrett would be a special guest referee for the undisputed tag team title match that saw the Bloodline's Usos retain against the Street Profits. Logan Paul, with the help of AJ Styles, would get his revenge on The Miz for Wrestlemania if you didn't know that and for the final time we hope Roman Reigns would reign supreme in an unbelievable last man standing match against Brock Lesnar. Cooper what stood out to you about SummerSlam? Oh man so many freaking things that last man standing match though I mean that was nuts that was crazy dude and then Bailey returning Mm -hmm. and and then Becky Lynch finally, finally does the heel change. Goes back. She goes back to face. 
it's like yes finally mm -hmm. you know i'm excited about this it was it was crazy dude uh pat mcafee dude oh my goodness pat mcafee oh dude i can't believe the 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 talent that man had just just give me a a a month just give me one month of pat mcafee as a mid-card champion <laughs> right? just give me one month right and then if you don't like it after a month but at least you did a lot of fans. I think there's a lot of fans who would love McAfee to get at least one title shot. You know what's crazy is how how talent, multi talented he is. Man. Oh yeah, it's it's just nuts. It and, is. And I, I'm sorry, but I got to give props to Logan Paul, dude. I mean, he he did really I, well. I really didn't like him coming into the WWE, mm -hmm. but his talent has proven otherwise, and. Uh, I mean, I, I've shared some things with you about his football career, too, that was yep. kind of like, wow. Yeah, he was so, pretty talented. I mean, he's, he's a talented guy. So yeah. it, it's good to see new talent in WWE, and mm -hmm. hopefully uh, hopefully he doesn't peter out or become another Miz. <laughs> I'm tired of Miz. Yeah, I think everybody is, and uh, it is it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, though... Um, I love the fact, of course, that they have still been a thorn in the side of freaking Austin Theory. He's been trying yeah, to catch right. in and has failed miserably. Right. And he failed completely miserably that night, which I was mean, great. He, he was what Vince's guy. Yeah. And we all know what happens to Vince's guys. They usually peter out. So hopefully yeah. they peter. Out, well, they peter out. I mean. Unfortunately, well, luckily one has actually had a really good comeback, and yeah. we'll be talking about him shortly. Yeah. But what I I never I don't know. He just doesn't have that headliner capability to me. Like um, he can lead you into a long run of being a top guy. Mid card, yeah. He basically to me he's the Miz, where he should have been mid card. Miz should have been mid card. A great heel. Don't get me wrong. Great yeah. heel. Occasionally. Be the thorn in the side of a main champion, but he never wins. You know, well that kind of guy. Yeah. He kind of like, oh, I'm just learning. I keep, you yeah, I keep your eye out on me because I'm there. But the thing about but, theory is, he's young, man. He's young and he's nah, stout, and you you just don't like his his persona. If they changed up his persona, because I seen I seen what he did in. Uh, uh, I watched this wrestling documentary and he was in it and it was had a bunch of like bunch of people mm -hmm. actually coming up yeah. and and uh, he's actually a pretty good dude and it's just it's crazy when you can see that they can play that that asshole character very well you know what I mean yeah. so. I'm just saying though he's just it, to me though his talent is not to be able to carry a, a company like WWE with the big belt because well one and they kind of screwed themselves under Vince with this they made Roman too unbeatable where <laughs> I don't see how you can take the title off of him for theory yeah unless you pull a Seth Rollins or something like that which he tried well it didn't work out. E even then Seth Rollins though is a guy is a top level talent yeah. Whether you like him or not, even, he's even top when level. He, even when he was in, with NXT, all that. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's he's always been talented. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about the Shield too. Is you think about them and every one of them guys. I mean, even Moxley right now is, yeah. is 
the interim AEW. No, he's champion. he is AEW champion. Is he the, is he's undisputed AEW champion now. We'll talk about that too. Uh, okay. When we talk about some other things that's going on with AEW. Yeah. But I'm just saying though, because look, if you decide to drop the belt at any point to whoever ends up dethroning Roman. You still kind of have a guy who's above his talent. How are you going to have him drop a belt to Theory? That's my thing. Yeah. Because once you finally have Roman dethroned, whenever you decide to dethrone him, other the only thing I can really think, the only way I could be okay with Theory winning a title is if Roman retains championship all the way to WrestleMania, you have The Rock dethrone Roman, but Rock goes back to Hollywood and leaves an open tournament for the and title. Theory wins it that way. Yes. Then I will believe he can be... I still don't think he should be a top champion, yeah. but I could see him then being a top champion but that way. But if that's way. the direction they wanted to go, you could see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way I think it makes I sense. Mean, I mean, I get it. I mean, because really, Roman right now, I, I don't know who's going to take him out. I mean, there's not really anybody there even... Carrying Cross, you can bring him back all you want to. I still don't think that he's he's on freaking Roman's level. Well, the problem is all the guys that are on Roman's level, level Roman has destroyed. Well, not only that, but even when even when Carrying Cross was in NXT mm-hmm. and Triple H was pushing him, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know, man. He, he came to the main roster. He's already been gone. Now he's back. And we could all say, oh, well, Vince didn't push Triple H's guy. Right. But maybe Vince didn't see something in him. And I'm sorry, but the wrestling business not, would not be where it's at right now if it wasn't for Vince Kennedy McMahon. Right. So we have to give props to that. Yeah, exactly. So this whole, you know, Killing Cross thing, only time will tell. Yeah, Killing Cross will tell. Or Killing Cross yeah. will We'll definitely see what happens, but like, I mean, right now, it, it, the one that we're gonna, and we're going to be talking about it soon is that even seems like he might have a remote chance as Drew McIntyre. Yeah. And we don't even know what's going to happen at Clash of the Castle, which is coming up this weekend, which is now what we're going to move into. Yeah. So the next pay-per-view, as we just mentioned, is Clash of the Castle. Um, it's coming up, and it will need to come up with something to set itself apart from the shadow of SummerSlam. It's going to be really hard because... As I've always stated, I know you think it's the Rumble, which I get. I, we can make an argument. We can go back and forth all day on yeah. what is the number two pay-per-view. The Rumble because it leads you into WrestleMania or SummerSlam because it takes you through the summer. Yeah. Either way, I don't see how you're wrong. Yeah. We're both right. Yeah. It's just one is more right than the other. We just won't ever agree to which one it is. But the point is... He, he's saying he thinks he's more right than me. That's exactly what that is. But whatever. Because they, they because SummerSlam is almost as big as WrestleMania at times. True. Because of the matches they put on at SummerSlam. Yeah. Royal Rumble, the only thing you really care about at the Rumble is the Royal it's Rumble. The Rumble. That's it. Other than that, SummerSlam has matches where it's rivalries are ending, supposedly. Ending or starting or whatever. You know, it's another big opportunity for returns. I get Rumble's a big return too, but the Rumble is is only because they're entering into the Rumble. That's their return. That's their pop. Yeah, what's crazy is sometimes you'll think, oh, he's back, and then like, 
He did the rumble and that's it. Yeah, and then it's that's like, the other problem. What? It's just like a one hit. It's a one off. Yeah. You know. So anyway, so you're going to have to do something though to kind of get out of the shadow of SummerSlam. It's going to be hard to do when you're the first pay per view coming out of it. What makes it, I guess, a little bit intriguing for a lot of people, it is off. You know, it's off our continent. It's in Europe. It's going to be, I believe, in Ireland, if yeah. I remember correctly, and which is why I think it's funny that Sheamus wants the Intercontinental Championship to be the main event because it's his homeland. So it's in Ireland, where he's getting, where he's going to have a huge backing against Gunther, yeah. who, by the way, I believe is, if I am correct, he is English. So he's going to have a real big backing against yeah. Gunther if that, if I have that correct. Um, but anyway, so uh, the match cards thus far is Intercontinental Champ Gunther taking on Sheamus, who won a, I would think it was a five-man fatal five-way whatever. Um, to Five-man fatal five-way. Something like that. It was a five-man match. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was crazy. And Sheamus just broke his way onto it. Uh, then you have, uh, a, I hate to say it because it's not really, but it kind of feels like it is a bit of a throwaway match per se. Because we were supposed to have it at SummerSlam. They kayfabbed it into an injury for Riddle and pushed it to the Clash of the Castle. And have Riddle taking on Seth Rollins. That's why I kind of feel like it's a throwing away match. Because it didn't happen at SummerSlam like it was originally scheduled. Yeah. That's the only reason why I think it's a throwaway yeah, match. Yeah, and not only that, but I think you and I were both disappointed with how how that played out there at SummerSlam. It was kind of dumb. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I really was looking forward to seeing Riddle, and then other than the fact that you still can't get over the fact he doesn't wear shoes while he's wrestling. Yeah, man, yeah. that still irritates me. I'm like, he's gonna hurt himself, man. He won't get over the fact that it's because of his MMA background where you don't wear shoes I, in the I octagon. I can't help it, bro. I can't help it. It's like everybody else is wearing shoes, but not shoes, or at least some some shin guards, something. <laughs> Guard something, he's man. barely he just barely comes out with these skin tight boxers and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's all you're getting out of him. I mean, you gotta give the man props. I mean what Athletic as hell yeah. though. Athletic as hell. Can you imagine if he could do all I mean, that crazy? I can't believe he can do an RKO just as good as Randy Orton. Oh, I would not say it's as good as Randy Orton. I would say. Oh God! Oh, I wish yes. Randy Orton was here right yes, now so we can I, RKO I, you. I want to see a a RKO off. I want to see the bam, 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 like everybody on the roster. That would be awesome, just for a highlight reel. God, that would be a great highlight. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, that feels like it. Just feels like it's a throwaway match. It should still be a really good match because yeah. they're both talented, very athletic. I still have a feeling though it's probably going to end up being Rollins that wins it. Unfortunately. I think I think Riddle's kind of going to get his butt kicked until uh, Orton comes back, and then Orton's going to end up saving him, and kind of that way. It's just so weird to see Orton being like the good guy, because this whole time I'm like, when's he going to turn on him, bro? When's right. he going to turn on him? Cause, exactly, because it's the Viper, dude. I mean, and there's been rumors that it was going to happen a lot at any point, but it just never. It, it just Orton, never happened. Orton, Orton has said this is the most fun he's had in his WWE career, and this guy's had was it almost 20 years now? Yeah. No, he, we just celebrated the 20 years of Orton, didn't we? Uh, wasn't it in? Uh, wasn't it just shortly after Cena? They did the 20 year celebration of Orton. I think so, man. Yeah. So it's just uh, it's crazy, or just before? Yeah, might have been just before Cena. Either way, I mean they're both been in there I mean, forever. Either way, man, it's like 
crazy. He's, he's been around. He's been around since evolution, and yep. I mean, he was at one point the youngest world heavyweight champion. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's pretty cool to see his career go the way it's done. So absolutely. All right. So next up, Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair will team up with the likes of Alessa Bliss and Oscar to take on the returning Bailey, Dakota Kai, and the newly named Io Sky. Io Sky. Io Sky. Sorry. Yeah, man. Uh, this is pretty cool. Uh, Six woman tag. It match. was kind of cool to see them come out mm -hmm. and get get their jump to the main roster. Um, I still don't like the fact that Bailey's bad. I want Bailey to come back and be. You miss hugger. Yes, I want her to be a hugger. <laughs> Anyways, but only because uh, you want to hug her and grab her booty. Anyways, shut up. <laughs> Who doesn't though? Uh, anyways, change subject. We got people <laughs> on live right now. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hey, it's Pops. Hey, Pops. What's up, Pop? He's like, yeah, you dirty. <laughs> He knows I'm dirty. <laughs> and he knows you're dirty too, whether you want to mentor him or not. Anyways, so yeah, I mean, it's cool to see to see them get their job to the main roster mm -hmm. and, and uh, get this shot. We'll see what happens with it. Absolutely, man. Alright, next up in that uh, match card, we will have the SmackDown Women's Champ Liv Morgan scoring off against the Queen of Spades, Shayna Baszler. After surviving against Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam. But I would not be surprised, though, if Rousey would make her appearance known at Clash of the Castle. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't think this is over. I think Ronda's, yeah, it's kind of pissed off. It was a controversial win it, for Liv Morgan. It much was. Because she tapped I don't before know the pin. why they're keeping Liv as champion. Because it just, I mean... Because she has a big push and following of fans who wanted her to be champion. She got to be champion. And for some reason, they think her being champion on SmackDown is a lot easier than her being the champion over Bianca Belair on Raw. So, well, yeah, I get that. But, I mean, don't you, I mean, Ronda Rousey... I, I know, is the baddest woman it, on the planet. Shayna Baszler, I'll take her over. Yeah, but at the same time, it makes you wonder, though, if... Rousey might end up costing Shayna because of a distraction or something and like that. And then they end up... Liv will just be still champion, and then, and then they'll be they, feuding. Then they end up feuding, yeah. Which is so. a lot of people want to see anyways because it is the former MMA yeah. um, team, teammate, or not teammates, but they had a bit of a little bit of a rivalry over at UFC. So. Yeah. All right, and then, of course, um, the last match that we have that we know for sure on the match card, because it's always subject to change... Between now and Saturday, because it is going to be on Saturday again, which is weird. Yeah, it's strange. And it's yeah. in the middle of the day, too. It's like, what? Well, but remember, they're going to be in Ireland. Yeah. So it's ahead of time. By their time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, Roman Reigns will go up against Drew McIntyre for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. You better watch out, man, because Drew McIntyre is nobody to play with. Mm -hmm. It's it's really crazy to see where he's gone from the the beginning of his career to now. Oh yeah, I mean he like we said earlier, he's the chosen one. I mean he was the one that he was Vince's guy. He went yep. away, he came back, mm -hmm. you know, and he proved himself on the Indies and Impact, all that. So absolutely, I mean it's good to see him back and actually kicking ass and. And, uh, yeah, Roman better watch out because the only way he's going to hold that, keep that title is if, if, uh... The Usos get involved? The Usos get involved. Which, 
is a possibility, yeah. as always. But at the same time, I, I still never understood. Granted, don't get me wrong. I love Roman. I'm glad he's champion. Yeah. But I never understood why WWE took the belt off of Drew when they came out of the pandemic issue. That, to me, has just been a bother to me. He led you through the pandemic. Now, don't get me wrong. Roman would have if he didn't have his leukemia issue. Yeah. And I understand that 100%. We ain't going to judge him anyway negatively. If you don't feel comfortable because you know you have leukemia or you are susceptible to it, you're going to do what's best for you and your mm -hmm. health. So we understood that. Yeah. Have no problem with that. I still don't like, though, the taking the title off McIntyre when you have two major titles. If you had one major title, which you technically kind of have now. You have now, yeah. Technically. Um, in the technicality world. Um, but at the same time, though, when I look at it, though, to me, you should have kept McIntyre on as champion longer moving out of the pandemic. You dethroned him too quickly to me. Yeah. He didn't really... Fans didn't get to see him as champion. And that, mm -hmm. that's kind of a... It, it's, it sucks for us. It's kind of like watching The Undertaker and knowing that, you know, we didn't really get to see a real retirement match. Exactly. We didn't really it get it really that. is just... That's why I, I still personally felt like it would have been nice if um, if they would have done Undertaker the favor, let him be a Universal Champion, and then retire as Universal Champion. Oh, yeah. Because that would have been cool, like I had put, um, asked about. But, you know, it is what it is. But... It's, I'm looking it's forward to it. like we can even go into the whole Finn Balor thing. <clears throat> yeah, he never really got a fair rematch. Even though he did get one, it still was messed yeah, up. Yeah, it was still messed Because up. they were still having the Fiend hiding around and doing weird things and all that bull crap. Yeah. And anyways, we have our little mascot trying to say hi. Hi, little one. Don't squeeze through there. Hey, babies. Uh, I hope she's not trying to squeeze through that. Um, I don't think so. We've got a little friend in here, a little furry friend. Yes. Somebody's dogs likes to bring furry, so. Yes. Uh, anyways. <laughs> but anyway, so we'll move on from that. So it looks like it should be a good pay-per-view. Um, obviously, it's got a lot of, to go um, to try to get out of the shadow of SummerSlam, but it's going to, it should stand on its own fairly well. All right, man. So, since Vince's step down, Triple H has taken over WWE Creative, and fans seem have been enjoying the results. As well, the return of released superstars like Io Sky, who is formerly Io Shiar, or Shirai. Is it Shirai? I believe it's Shirai. Sorry. Shirai or Shirai? Uh, I think it's Shirai. Um, she was released, but then has came back. Um, and now, like I said, she's got the new gimmick, Io Sky. Um, then you got Karen Cross. Uh, Karen. 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 <laughs> Cross is back. Uh, you have members of Hit. You have members of Hit Row and Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Dexter Loomis is not officially back, but he's been terrorizing the Miz of late. And so, Tommaso. Yep. Well, Tommaso wasn't. Yeah, but Tommaso wasn't released. Tommaso wasn't with the main roster. No, but I was talking. Uh, this was just basically about release coming back. Oh, Dexter yeah. Loomis was actually released and yeah. hasn't been brought back. I'm talking about guys who've been let go and came back. Sky, uh, Sky actually came right back. She was basically like released a few weeks later, a few weeks before, a few weeks later, she's back and she's under a new name. Anyways, it's, it works out for her. Yeah. Um, and let's see here. Latest rumors, though, are that Bray Wyatt is on the verge of, or has already re-signed, depending on which rumor, with the WWE. 
if the rumors are true, and Bray, along with his alter ego, The Fiend, a lot of WWE fans will be thrilled to have him back in the fold. As for the roster, as the roster has a lot of, lost a lot of people due to the cost-cutting cuts. I wanted to say a joke, but I'm gonna just not. I'm gonna ignore that joke <laughs> about about why they had to do that cost cut. <laughs> right. So I'm not. I'm gonna go ahead and avoid that joke. Yeah. Some people might not find that in good taste. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but uh, he did not read it, and we'll tell it to him later about what it was. <laughs> so he has no idea. So it's not. It was my decision. You know, I wrote it, and I was like. I'll go ahead and not do it. Yeah. So, anyways, game. with the coming back of some of these um, wrestlers, there's still some major names out there that were in the WWE recently who also haven't signed with anywhere besides, of course, Bray Wyatt, which will be the biggest get because whether I like him or not, he still had a great following of WWE fans. Uh, he will still always be Husky Harris to me. Yeah. But... <laughs> Yeah, dude. Cooper, your thoughts on the returning superstars and potential return of superstar or stars? That I think it's cool that Triple H is shaking things up mm -hmm. and kind of trying to give the fans what they want. Yes. Um, as far as Bray Wyatt goes, uh, for me, dude, I, I like him. I like the gimmick, but at the same time, like I've always said about him, they've always, he's always been a hit and miss. Like, yeah. the, if they were going to push him to be under, like the next Undertaker, they should have done it from the get-go. Instead, they, they let him kind of linger and mm. let him lose and all that good stuff so if they bring him back i hope they bring him back as like the next undertaker because yeah we need something like that mm. i mean we don't really have an under we don't have an undertaker we don't have a cane anymore we don't have things like that so it'd be nice to have a little something on the dark side yeah i don't know i still think it's to me it's a little too early, and I think it was weird to kind of transition into a dark character, dark magic, or dark being yeah. type of thing. Um, that soon, with the Undertaker still technically there, even though he was not really there because he only would show up for WrestleMania, this and that. I digress, <laughs> but I'm just saying. I mean, but I get the fans' liking because it's it brings another element to wrestling. You know, and I, and I hate to, it's the only comparison I got, because a lot of people were like, well, how are you going to bring in something like Doctor Strange into the multiverse, uh, well, not the multiverse, but into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but yet, it's because that's how the comic books work. You have to have a, another version of what's going on to kind of explain certain aspects. Yeah. You have the mutants who are mutated. You have magic because it works in that aspect. You have superpowers just because. You have superpowers because of a serum. You have gamma radiation. You have born with it because you're an alien. If you want to go DC wise, you're <laughs> you're a billionaire with I nothing love, better I to love do. It. We're jumping to freaking. Well, I'm just saying. So it, it brings another side of things in, in your imagination. But at the same time, we live in a world nowadays that is so offended. Like, mm -hmm. so you really have to be careful on what you do and what you 
put out there because... And how dark you make it. Yeah. You can't go too dark because you go too dark you're going to creep some people out. Though you have the horror people who are just like, give me more dark. Yes, yes. And I'm, I'm the horror people. Yeah. <laughs> horror. horror. Horror people. Horror. Yes. Horror. Horror people. <laughs> the genre of scary movies. Yes. Horror. <laughs> we don't want any confusion. No. The other, that's the violence. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I, so I understand it. It brings a different element and a different style. And it gives you... Um, plus, I think what it does is it helps creative do more and, but as long I think what they need to make sure they do is they're gonna have to let their wrestlers have a better say in their character yeah because I think that was part of the problem is they went too hard too fast realized they were going too fast into the fiend being so supernatural that they went oh crap and then slammed the brakes on it, and then he had to go face the Undertaker. Well, he faced the Undertaker. He didn't really face the Undertaker as the Fiend, but he he kind of tried to interact with the Undertaker. It didn't work because no one was willing to do that yet, so they had to back back off of it. And that whole that whole Firefly Funhouse match with John Cena, that thing was just weird. That was just like a psycho thriller. That was just weird, dude. And now, give credit, I guess, to the pandemic for that. Because without it, we probably wouldn't have never had anything like that. But yeah. I, I still thought it was just kind of dumb. Yeah, it was a little overplayed. Yeah. Um, so, I just think... But now, at least with now with The Undertaker gone, because he's gone. Whether we want him to be gone or not, he's gone. Yeah, you can go back into that, and but don't slam into it. Well, that's like, what I thought they were doing with Judgment Day. I mean, but then Edge wasn't wasn't liking the direction they were wanting to go with it, and yeah, and so it just kind of and I and I and so I was kind of glad they went with the change in that aspect of bringing Finn Balor because yeah. Finn Balor has the Demon King. Yeah. So if you want to go that dark. Yep. You can. Mm -hmm. Edge, I think... Edge I, Edge is done so weirdly because he calls back to his brood days, Yeah. but he doesn't want to just dive into he does, it. Yeah, he doesn't want to stay He dips his toe in, but that's about it. That's all he does. Yeah, I don't blame him. I mean, being being like I am, like, playing cosplay, you know, too, like... Yeah. When, when when you get into character and you're doing it so much, it starts to become like, like you just become that attitude, and mm -hmm. it's just sometimes it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> and well, and it just makes me wonder though. It's just like, is he worried that that's all he's ever going to be the rest of the wrestling career, or if he just doesn't want to? I don't know. It just seems odd that maybe, maybe it's religious views. Maybe it's something could be that. I mean, I mean, honestly, he he's done so much in his career that there's not much, yeah, left for for him to do. So I mean, true. It is what it is with it. So right. 
Alright, so let's get over to a little bit of AEW stuff. Let's do it, bro. So AEW has backstage heat between CM Punk and Hangman Adam Page. There, I did it for you. We can do Adam Hangman Page, which sounds better off the tongue than it does Hangman Adam Page. I'm sorry, that's that's <clears throat> what they call him, dude. You it's gotta call so it like it is, brother. Yeah, call it like it is. Then fix it and make it right. <laughs> Make it right. I it's added it. Hangman Page. It sounds better. <laughs> Tell AEW to call me. Let's get creative on the phone. Tell them how it's I mean, done. They're like, what, two hours away? Let's just go knock <clears throat> on the door. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so, anyways, Page lost the AEW championship to Sam Punk, who was injured in the match and missed some time. Punk made his recent return. Um, and he battled interim AEW champion John Moxley for the undisputed title. Moxley would end up winning the title. However, the heat, though, between Punk and Page, because there is a belief, and Page has this belief, and there are some other wrestlers that have this belief, that Punk has pushed Colt Cabana to be off television and even tried to get him out of the company altogether. Um, Punk denies having anything to do with that. Cabana has been pushed over to the Ring of Honor roster lately. Evo Uno, who even spoke on the situation, believes the rumors are probably untrue. Though he said, though he did say, who knows when it comes to things like this. Yeah, dude. I mean, <clears throat> so Mr. Pipe Mom has another problem with another wrestler. Big shocker there. In a promotion. Uh, the problem I have with this is you come back, dude, and we were all for it. We were all happy about it. Mm -hmm. Um. But now you're starting things with other people. So it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. It just... Are you becoming that guy? That guy you said you didn't want to be? Are you becoming that guy? Yeah. You always talk crap about Cena. You talk crap about The Rock. Mm -hmm. So what, you can't take a back to seat to somebody new? I mean, what is that? Right. You, can't, you can't put somebody new over? I, I I don't get it. I mean, I, I, I mean I understand everybody wants to be on top. Yeah. At one point, but at the same time, remember you were gone for what was it? Ten years out of wrestling. Yeah, and, and said you would never be back. Then, never be back. And you never watched it again. You didn't care for it. All that. And then you come back into another company who's competing with your former company. Fine, understandable, but that doesn't really deserve you to be put top dog. Yeah, and we, you're not top dog. We all know the whole right. deal between him and Cabana. I mean, I, I mean, to me, it just sounds like a bunch of controversy, something, something to talk about, and that's mm -hmm. what people are doing. I mean, if there was really any, any truth to it, I mean. Will Cabana come out and say something? Right. I mean, you'd think. But at the same uh, time, it makes you wonder, though, if Paige is just using that as an excuse for the fact that he had to drop his title to Punk. Yeah. So it's just it's just kind of a crazy situation. Mm -hmm. um, I still, like I said, I... If, I don't have... I'm losing a little bit of respect for Punk. I'm sorry, you can't go... From being with the WWE, starting a bunch of controversy, 
to now, you've only been with this company for what, almost a year? Just about, yeah. And there's controversy. There, there becomes a time in a man's life where you got to realize, are they the problem? Or are you or the problem? Or am I the problem? Yeah. Take ownership. Right. Take ownership so. of your issues. Especially when you are so anti-establishment. That's huh? coming from a CM Punk fan. Yes. Okay? He is. I've, I've always been a CM Punk fan. Even from when he first broke in, was with ECW. Uh, I watched his Ring of Honor stuff. I really loved Punk, man, because he's just, he was different. Yeah. And that's what the company, that's what the industry needed. Absolutely. Something different. Absolutely. And uh, he's, I think he's forgotten that. So, mm -hmm. that's just me. Yes, sir. Um, I've I've never been a huge Punk fan. I've respected Punk because I do think he's very talented. Yeah. Can't deny that. Uber talented. Deserved every title opportunity, major title opportunity he ever received in WWE. Every title. Any, to me, at some point in AEW, yes, he should be in the title hunt. Mm -hmm. And be champion. But being mad about something that you witnessed because Cena was injured, was gone for a little bit, came back and went right back into the title hunt, cut everybody in line. What did you just do? Yeah. Same thing. That's what I'm saying. Hypocritical. Just... Don't be hypocritical. Stand by your values. Go, hey, I understand you want to put me in a title match. Okay. I'm not thinking we should put me as champion. I will be gracious and lose to your current champion. Carry the match if I need to in a certain way to get fans to enjoy it. Yeah. Do the CM Punk thing, but let me earn my time as champion yeah. and really get the fans behind that. You just like okay, well, you know, they're like even putting on a, a, a classic match, dude. Mm -hmm. That earns respect from the from the you know absolutely fans from the people mm -hmm. in the back, everyone. So yeah. it's like put on a phenomenal match oh, yeah. and, and then demand your title Exactly. Then you don't look like some so much of an asshole. I mean, diva. Not a good diva. Yeah. But a prima donna. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so that's just all sorts of craziness going on over in AEW. But hey, Moxley's champion, and I'm okay with it. So me too. I'm yeah. all sorts of all. <laughs> <laughs> Take that sucker! Come back from injury, and guess what? He got squashed in three minutes and lost to Moxley. Still, mm -hmm. sucker. So now he's crying. He's probably mad. There's rumors he might leave. Who cares? I'm kind of over it. If he leaves, uh, yeah, yeah, right. I feel the same way. So, anyways. So, that wraps that up for WWE Talk. We'll be back again tomorrow. We're going to run three straight days of videos and then and lives. And then we're going to kind of schedule that out a lot better next week. Yes, <laughs> and going yes, forward. But, so we'll be back tomorrow. We will have football talk. We have a lot to talk about with football talk. Holy crap, we got a lot. College football, NFL. It's going to be insane. Hopefully we can keep it as short as this episode has been. <laughs> and this has gone over longer than it should have. But we had a lot to cover. So. Yeah, we did. And we got a lot to cover tomorrow. 
and I gotta make sure to not get on my soapbox tomorrow. <laughs> I have a lot of reasons to. He'll, Anyways, he'll get on it anyway, you guys. You wait. I'll try to not stay on it. How about that? I'll try to get off of it. <laughs> but anyway, so we'll be back that, and then of course Thursday we'll be back once again as we do sports talk. We got a lot to cover in the NBA and Major League Baseball world. Um, that's basically how we're doing it. So your episodes will now be wrestling talk, football talk, and when we can, sports talk. Yes, that's man. your episodes. Can't wait. So, I look forward to it. Glad to be back, dude. Yes. Glad to be back. This has been really rough stuff going on, so mm -hmm. it is what it is, and we're back. Yes, sir. So, that'll do it for us here at Sports Talk, and as always, keep, keep on talking sports. Hey, everyone. This is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at... Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sportstalk, W I T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.